Hi folks, and welcome to Dad Jokes and Fit Folks. We'll be your hosts, Ed and Adam. We plan on bringing you stories from around the functional fitness community, including spotlights on exceptional everyday athletes, affiliates, events, and the sports that make up the space. We're coming to you live from Rugged Peaks CrossFit in Pittsburgh, PA. Today we're going to highlight the mission of our podcast, give you some background on how we came into the space, talk about the magic happening here every day at Rugged Peaks CrossFit. For now, though, let's dive deeper into the type of content we'll be bringing you. So, Adam, this was really an idea that I think you hit on, and, you know, within, I think, three or four text messages, you really had me sold on this. So, what do you really feel is the meaning of what we're trying to do here? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I got to give credit where credit's due. You um, you kind of inspired this with all your talk of podcasts, and every time you were at the gym, it was, oh, I listened to this, and I learned this, and I heard this, and... Yeah, you know, I, I, I have a long commute, so <laughs> I, I get I get to you know I'm a, I'm a, I bring in a lot of content into this brain, but you know we talked about doing a podcast, but we really needed a theme, something that we thought was going to be unique, and I think you're you're the one that really hit on this idea. Yeah, I mean, I think you know around not just the functional fitness space, you know, CrossFit, but just all all sports in general, right? There's so much content out there around the big competitions like the CrossFit Games or the Super Bowl or the Stanley Cup or the, you know, the focus of that content on the elite athletes participating in these sports and these events, which all that is great content. But where we felt like we could, you know, fit into this area and contribute to what's already out there is keeping that focus on the everyday athletes participating in these sports, right? The ones that are, you know, on the ground level, in a sense, um, you know, the ones that are doing the work, building this amazing community, we wanted to spotlight the athletes, coaches, affiliates, right, overcoming these incredible odds to participate in, in the sport of CrossFit, right, like, some of these people, you know, maybe have never stepped foot in a gym, or some of these people are, have a disability, or, um, you know, maybe they're overweight and trying to, you know, just get their life to a point where, you know, their everyday things are, just a little bit better um and stepping into the gym right having that community of an affiliate and other members and going through these workouts together um you know I think that's what we really want to try to highlight and I think if we can just share you know one story of one person whose life was changed and one person hears this and that changes their life and maybe encourages them to take that step to get into a CrossFit gym um, you know, no matter how many episodes we do, I'd say that's worth it. Absolutely. I mean, just, just great stuff all around. There are so many great stories out there. So many different inspirations that can come from just the everyday people. It doesn't have to be the elite, the top, you know, things that are happening at the games. It's stuff that is happening in, in everyone's backyard that, you know, really, I think I find the most motivational, you know, when, when someone's overcoming, you know, any of the things you said, whether it's a disability or weight problems, and they're coming into the gym and just getting after it as hard or harder than the rest of us, you know, that just makes me want to go in there and, and be better, uh, you know, and, and hopefully maybe I'm inspiring somebody else. So folks, if any of you have an affiliate, a coach, an athlete, or a competition you'd like to highlight, you can message us through ruggedpeaksperformance.com. We'll put a link in the description of the podcast below. But now I think we're going to turn our focus to the voices on this side of the microphone and uh, give you a little bit more on the background of who we are and how we came into the space. So Adam, 
I mean, around here, we all know you, Jamie, Knox, as the owners of Rugged Peaks, the coaches extraordinaire, but what really is your origin story in the CrossFit community? I mean, this is something, you know, I've been working out there for like a year now, and I'm not even sure I even know all the details to how this came into being. Yeah, um, honestly, it's not the most exciting how did I get into CrossFit story, really? I mean... Let us be the judge of that, okay? <laughs> All right, don't downplay this. So, you know, I grew up playing sports my whole life. Um, played sports in high school, you know, baseball, basketball, ran cross-country and track. I didn't play anything after high school, like at the collegiate level. Um, after, you know, a little bit after high school, I kind of felt like there was this thing missing in my life, and that's, you know, what it was, was playing some type of, like, organized sport or fitness um kind of situation so i started getting into rock climbing and then i fell into american ninja warrior for a little bit i was living in downtown pittsburgh at the time and i was trying to find you know a crossfit gym to get into for a couple years but at the time i was working as a server and a bartender um you know in different restaurants and my hours were you know four o'clock till midnight and a lot of the CrossFit gym hours were five, six, seven in the morning or six, seven, eight at night and neither which fit my schedule. I mean, I, I wasn't getting up at six in the morning when I wasn't getting home till three in the morning. Yeah, jeez, um, man, I didn't know any of this. Where yeah. were you bartending? Yeah, so I were... You probably threw oh. me out of a bar at some point <laughs> in downtown Pittsburgh. Though. Probably. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, I knew you looked familiar. I, yeah, <laughs> the guy that was sleeping on the pool table. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, so, so that was kind of on my radar for a while. And then I moved outside of the city, um, to like a little suburb. And, um, when I was there, I came across what was at the time rising six strength and conditioning or rising six CrossFit. And, um, it was much, much better for my schedule. I was out of the restaurant industry at that time. So my, you know, eight to four schedule allowed me to finally go to some of these classes and after the first class I went to I was just hooked and signed up for their unlimited package and that was about two and a half years ago three and a half years ago now and yeah here we are here we are okay so we have you in the space now now like you ended up then buying rising six and making it into your own affiliate so you know, how did that come into being? Was there a lot of careful consideration? Did the opportunity just come up and you're like, yes, absolutely, I have to do this? Like, how, how did that, how did that, uh, I guess, manifest itself? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, like I said, I started kind of my CrossFit journey at Rising 6. I was there for probably six, eight months. And that's actually where Jamie and I met. So I was there at a noon class by myself one day and she was coming in for her like first class drop in ramp up thing at the end of it and you know we kind of hit it off from there and that's a whole different story we can get into another time all right put it in that's coming in the show notes later (laughs) Uh, just rainbows stars were flying (laughs) so so we met there do you remember the workout yeah, it was Eva. I'll never forget it. Oh my, oh my god. 
Oh, yep. it wow. Was, yep, it That's... was Eva. I was in, like, my third set of kettlebell swings, <laughs> and she walked in, oh. and I was like, do not let go of this kettlebell. This is a CrossFit love oh, story. Yeah. This, it is. This is, oh, It was my. hot out. It was, like, the middle of summer, Ooh. middle of, like, March or April. It's so not quite summer, but it was a hot one. Oh, man. It was... It was a day. I love this. I love it. <laughs> but um, so back to your question. Yes. Um, you know, so we, we met there. You know, we hit it off. Things just took off from there. We ended up <clears throat> later that year finding out we were pregnant with Knox. And so that was, you know, kind of towards winter. And then the previous owners came to us, you know, to kind of gauge our interest of, are we interested in potentially, you know, buying the gym from them? Um, so the the other owner brought it to me one night. I, you know, I'm excited. I get way over the top with things. I go home. I tell Jamie, and she looks at me and she's like, "Let's rein it in here." She's like, "We're we're having a baby. You know, I'm finishing school. We're moving houses. You're starting a new job." I was like fine. You're right. I guess that's pretty logical. So we kind of shelved the idea for about six, seven months. I mean, that was right before Christmas. Yeah. And Knox was born, you know, in May. And I think right before that, I can't actually remember, (coughs) excuse me, if um, they came to us again about it, or if we just kind of started talking about it again, since we were more situated and and everything and then you know we had Knox we got ourselves kind of settled into parenthood for a month or so and we kind of brought it up again and you know it wasn't an immediate no anymore right we were settled in the job in the house in the parenthood a little bit um so we started we started considering it and everything with the opportunity was it was it was too hard to pass up even with the timing um it's five minutes from the house you know it's an atmosphere that we are passionate about in love and that, you know, we want Knox to grow up in, um, you know, so he's there with us all the time, you know, just, you know, all everything right Mm -hmm. between that, having the equipment already there and the space and some members and, you know, there, there just would never have been a better opportunity for us to own our own gym when that was something we both wanted to do. So it was kind of a roundabout, journey to get there and it, it was a big decision at the time i mean you oh, know, yeah. new child and then a business and we said we got to go for it and see what happens yeah wow you know jamie's just getting out of school there's there's a lot there mm-hmm. well i'm yeah. glad you did it I mean, <laughs> selfishly just 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 for me but you know that, i mean that's that, what matters right, right. yeah uh-huh. looking out for number one anyway right. yeah so but you were coaching at rising six before you know, all of this. So is, is there any difference so now, you know, as, as kind of a coach for your own affiliate, is there any difference between coaching at your own affiliate opposed to coaching at someone else's affiliate? You know, or, you know were you at all involved in the programming? Like how did, how does this all work? Yeah. Um, I definitely think there, there is a difference. Um, for me, you know, I started coaching at Rising 6 about a year before we bought the gym. So I had like a year under my belt of coaching. Um, You know, when I was coaching for Rising 6, it was kind of more just kind of come in, coach my class, you know, get a workout in when I can and, and, 
I don't want to say move on, but like there was none of that like involved with the programming, right? Or, um, you know, too too much other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, you know, coaching as the as the affiliate owner, right? You know, we're there every day, every class almost. Like Jamie and I coached every class for the first nine, ten months. Yeah. Um, you know, we just brought on our first two coaches, which has been going, going really good so far. But I think coaching is the owner, right? There was just that different level of like passion, I guess, oh, yeah. or I don't want to say care, but full, full buy-in. At that yeah. Moment, right. Like it's, know. it's ours. Like we're building what we want now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm not saying that's what, you know, I wasn't giving it my all coaching as, you no, know, right at, at the other, at rising six. But I think now, you know, having experienced both and now bringing on coaches, right? We can do things and are doing things that can, can bring that passion that we had every day with the coaches we brought on, right? Give them reason to like really buy in. If they buy in, then everybody else buys in even more. And I mean, I think even just, you know, doing your own programming feels like, you know, there's, there's so much more buy in there because then, you know, you're the one programming it. Now you're going out and executing it. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot, a lot more passion, I guess, that, that comes into it because, you know, now it's your plan and you get to execute your own plan. You're not just in there, you know, following the orders and, and uh, you know, just kind of going through the motions every day. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Like, um, just to kind of touch on that, I think that's, I know not everybody, you know, has the time or the ability or want to do their own in-house programming. Um, but I think for us, that's one of the big things that we we think can, you know, kind of, I don't want to say separate us, but bring our members that like next level of understanding, right? Because rather than wondering like, oh, why are we doing so much cardio for 12 weeks, right? They know it's because we're in a 12 week like cardio endurance cycle. Right. Then they know coming up after that is gymnastics. And even further in, like we plan out every week. So like one week is, you know, a lot of pull-ups and muscle-ups stuff. Then the next week is rings and ropes. And the next week is double-unders, right? So I think it just gives them that sense of like, oh, we're following this progression, mm-hmm. right? I know why we're doing it. It's all building. I'm not, yeah, it's all building on one thing. I'm not just like, oh, I'm tired of cardio. I'm going to stop coming because I don't know why we're doing it or yeah. when the end is. Uh-huh. There's, you know? yeah. It, it gets <clears throat> the buy-in from the team as well. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. I got it. So, you know, what, you know, having done that for nine months without you know, any kind of a safety net, like what, what was really, what, even on the tough days, like what gets you out of bed for that 6am class every single day, you know, when you were maybe up the night before with, with Knox, whoever, you know, I mean, it's, it, it just, to me, that's, that's a huge commitment. I mean, you mean other than like the seven alarms that I set? Every oh, morning? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that. Um, but... You know, I think I think Jamie got more tired of the alarms going off and pushing me out of bed <laughs> yeah. to just so she could stop hearing them than anything. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, it was just that like extra. You know, I mean, there were definitely mornings that were hard, especially in the winter. Right? Oh, it's yeah. cold. It's dark. It's been cold and dark for six months, and <laughs> <laughs> just there's no end in sight. It's like we're living in the Arctic Circle. Yeah, pretty much. But I think it's just you know, it was just that this is ours, right? This is what we wanted. This is our opportunity to build what we're, we want to build. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it was one person or six people, like this is our opportunity and we're not going to, to squander that. Sure. No, absolutely. So you're, you know, you're building up this community around you. I mean, there's gotta be just rewards. I mean, 
I, you know, any day that I'm in the gym, it's just, it's like a reward just for me to get to go. And I'm like, in, in my mind, going and being there every day, there has to be some kind of like great story that comes out of it. But what, like, what has been the greatest, like the pinnacle so far? Yeah, um, I'd say it's, it's kind of two things. Um, one, I would say seeing the way it's grown in the, you know, not even a year that we bought it. Um, just the kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, the people that have come back to the gym or new people that have joined and how everybody's kind of like meshed together and, you know, built these these friendships and hold each other accountable and push each other, but do it in a, you know, a fun, enjoyable way. Um, co-opetition that, yeah. that, that naturally kind of comes out yeah. of CrossFit. Um, I think the, the CrossFit Open this year was a great <laughs> example of that for us. Like, you know, we... we we, Jamie and I knew we wanted to do like Friday light, Friday night light style, you know, for the three workouts. Yep. Um, you know, we were expecting maybe like, you know, eight to 10 people each week and, you know, we were going to be, you know, happy with that, right? We'd only owned the gym for six months. It was winter. Right. You know, and then the first week comes and we had like 25 people. Oh yeah. And then I mean, the second week we had the same, the third week we had like, you know, the same or more and we were just like taken aback, right? Like it was huge. I mean, it was electric <laughs> in there. Uh, I mean, it was, I'm glad you talked me into it. I was, I was not, I was not, I'm like, Oh no, it's just my first year. I'm not going to do the open, but no. I don't even think it was us. I think it was the other people. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, you it, get it there is. And yeah. There's other people signing oh, up. What? And you're you're like, not doing the open. Right? Like they're looking at me. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. no, no, I am. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I guess I am. I yeah. don't know how this is going to turn out, but no, I mean, it was, it was, it was an experience. Yeah. It was an experience that was something that, yeah, I won't forget. And, you right. know, I'm sure everybody has that, you know, their first open that they remember. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing to, you know, the greatest reward question is just seeing the way people have progressed over the these 10 months, right? Like, we kind of had the opportunity of, you know, knowing some of these people before we took over and owned the gym, right? Right. And we knew kind of where their skill levels were, like if they could do certain things or what weights they did. And, you know, I would say probably almost, if not everybody at the gym has at least learned something new since we took over, right? Their weights are going up. They're doing more RX workouts. Their skills are better, right? Yeah. I mean, people that have been doing CrossFit for six, seven years and never had double unders now can do double unders in a workout or butterfly pull-ups or kipping pull-ups, right? Like, it's just so cool seeing these people that we knew beforehand, and mm -hmm. now suddenly they're like, boom, like, I'm doing these new things, and then they're like, whoa, what's next? Like, what can I learn next? It's just, yeah, it's so cool to just see their eyes light up. Like, Feed me more. Christmas morning, right. Give it's, me more of this <laughs> magic. It's yeah. so cool. Like, no, we love it. <clears throat> Absolutely. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you and Jamie are growing this business. You got this young family at the same time. I mean, what do you hope your son, maybe any other little people that may come along, <laughs> you know, I mean, because he's in the gym with us every day and obviously taking in what he's seeing from the athletes, what he's seeing from the two of you. Like, what do you really hope that he takes away from all of this? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I mean, I think just kind of everything that comes with you know, kind of tying it back to what we're doing, right? The community, the affiliate, mm -hmm. that responsibility of like owning a business and being responsible for it, treating people kindly, right? Even if you have a bad day, 
or having a bad day, you still got to like come in there and put your, put that to the side until it's time to leave. Um, you know, so teaching him those things, right? Like how to grow up and, and handle emotions and feelings and talk to people and treat people respectfully. Um, you know, and on the other side, how to do hard things for yourself, right? Like, right. No, absolutely. I'm sure anyone that's been in a gym, whether it's CrossFit gym or Planet Fitness or wherever, can can relate to a day where it's like, I do not want to do this, mm-hmm. right? And some days you, you give into that. And then other days you go and it sucks and maybe you have a terrible workout, but you, you leave feeling better, right? And oh, yeah. I, I think, you know, you go and you put in the, you know, you may just go through the motions, but it's still, it's, right. it's more than you would have done had you not showed up. Yeah, you leave a better person, mm-hmm. right? And, um, you know, I think him growing up here, he's going to have a great chance to kind of, learn all of those things and hopefully be into CrossFit like we are and mm-hmm. you know he'll be doing ring muscle ups by the time he's like yeah, 10 right I know before I will that's that's for sure he can be one of the first uh you know we have all the like teens and the Mal O'Briens now that started when they were oh, like yeah. 12 mm-hmm. well, Knox can be one of the first ones that started when he was yep. like one uh-huh. he's throwing kettlebells <laughs> over his head at, yeah. uh, at age uh two and a half that's right we'll get him there <laughs> But I mean, even just like the, you know, the, the, the dream building and, you know, you guys went out and like, this is, you know, something you envisioned, something that you wanted for yourselves that, you know, is so much more of a risk than I think anybody else would take, you know, uh, I mean, so many of us just go out there, we plug ourselves into a cubicle, we go there from eight to five every day and we drive home, you know, we're not personally invested, um, in the work that we do, but, you know, we, we go, we still try to do a great job for, you know, for the company, but we don't necessarily see those rewards or, or get those rewards back, um, that, that you guys are getting. So, I mean, I think that's a great lesson there too for him is mm-hmm. just, you know, you put in, you know, you take those risks and then what you get back from it is, is just so much better. Yeah. So what's the, where are we going, you know, next year and where are we going to be in, in five to 10 years? With, yeah. with rugged peaks i mean i'd say ultimately the dream so for those who for you guys listening i still do work one of those nine to five cubicle jobs right. along with this yeah i know um, we're not all supermen and <laughs> we, we still have to plug into corporate america every once in a while so i'd say one of those main goals right is to kind of for rugged peaks to grow enough where you know jamie or i and or i don't have to have that other kind of you know, the outside income. Yeah. The outside income, the, the non-passionate career, right? Like it's hard, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, they're like, Oh, you work at, you know, a second, you know, your other job. And then you come here and you coach this morning and you came back. And I always tell them like, it never feels like a cumbersome thing. It never feels like extra, right? Because it's that thing that you that I love and we love and we're building and, you know, I look forward to leaving work to come (laughs) to the gym for another three hours, right? I may not get back home until 8.30 at night, but, you know, that's where Jamie is and not. sleep more, man. I'm telling you, (laughs) bugging me just thinking about all that. That's a whole, that's a whole other (laughs) thing. Um, You know, so between that and then, you know, I'd say the, the ultimate, ultimate goal in, you know, five, 10 years is, still being around as rugged peaks right whether that's in the same space we're in or somewhere bigger or different but just 
still being able to be in the community and, and commit to the community and help the community and be there for all the members that we have or might have in the future, um, you know, that that's the number one. Like, whatever we got to do to keep that going is, is what we're going to do. Great. Absolutely. All right. So enough about me. Um, yeah. Ed. Tell uh, us. Nobody you're, wants to hear this story. All <laughs> right. Your crossfit journey, you know, started before you walked in the door here with us at Rugged Peaks. Um, tell us what, you know, what, what was your start with functional fitness, crossfit, anything? So much, much with, like more boring story than yours. Uh, I, I really did not play sports growing up. I played soccer. I was never really heavily involved. Um, you know, in hockey, they talk about the stay at home defenseman. Uh, that's not really a thing in soccer, but boy, did I coin that for it, uh, all, all to myself. Uh, you know, the, the ball would be up in the offensive end, and I would just be standing there talking to the goalie because uh, I, I didn't want to run all the, the length of the field. So not not an overly uh, athletic person growing up. I mean, probably the most athletic thing I did was, uh, you know, competitive marching band in high school. So, you know, the, but... Um, you know, when the pupil's ready, the master appears. I, I sort of uh, got in with uh, a couple of friends in college. They started me on rock climbing, rappelling off of bridges, and uh, one of the gym classes that was available on campus was scuba diving. So we would, yeah, I know we would go to the gym. Where are we going with this story? Yeah, get into the. Uh, get in the pool and just with all of our scuba deer we scuba dive and then afterwards they would all go to the gym and i'm like no i'm not a muscle head i'm not going <laughs> to the gym with you guys so you know it took a lot of convincing because you know like it's like trying to pull teeth with me to get me to do anything <laughs> so then i was like okay so i started lifting weights and you know like i'd pick up a men's health magazine every once in a while and i got into their subscription i get emails so then um you know, I'm lifting weights for a while. I'm thinking, yeah, no, I'm getting pretty good at this. I get this email from Men's Health. It's like, are you, a, are you SEAL fit? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could be like a Navy SEAL. So like, <laughs> scuba dive. Yeah. So I put, you know, it was, you know, whatever their publishing company was, put out the book uh, by Mark Devine. I got it. I read like six pages into it, and it was like talking about swimming and like, you know, you need to run. I think like a mile and a half in nine minutes. And I'm like, there is no way I'm even like, I can't do it. So it like, it sat on the shelf for a long time. And it was, I was, I read some of his other books. He has a couple of books, you know, on building mental resiliency and building businesses, um, you know, good books, the way of the seal and, uh, his book unbeatable mind. But, um, so, you know, got, on yet another email list and then i got an email from uh sealfit saying that they were going to put together sort of a boot camp um project that was all like online videos so i'm like finally you know this is i've dusted the book off on the shelf i'm like perfect i'm gonna do the boot camp and it'll work me up into that and that's essentially what it did you know and I was pausing the video every 10 seconds because I could not keep up with anybody. And there were a lot of just like gnarly sweat sessions in the basement where, you know, what took these people 10 minutes to complete. And I was doing them in like a half hour, 40 minutes. We've all been there. Yeah, right. You know, uh, so I, um, so yeah, so I became the, the quintessential basement CrossFitter for a long time. Started to get into, you know, 
wads that had Olympic lifts, and I'm like, I'm going to throw my back out, be lying down here on the floor, and <laughs> no one is ever going to find me in this in my basement. So I'm like, okay, I need to start doing So, you know, my wife had driven past the gym, uh, rising. it was still Rising 6 at that time, and she said, you know, hey, uh, if you really want to do this, there's a CrossFit gym, like, right down the road. I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, I sent an email into Rising 6 and started talking with the, you know, texted back and forth a few times with the owner, and, you know, he said, hey, well, you know, we're selling the gym. Don't worry, it's still going to be a CrossFit gym. Adam and Jamie are taking this over. I'll send you Adam's number or let him know what you're looking for. And so, yeah, I was like, you know, the day one of Rugged Peaks, uh, I don't know if it was day one, I don't know, but it was pretty close. It I was think close. It was like the first, cause I don't remember what, I think September 1st when we took over was on a Thursday. Yeah. And, and then I, I, I think the... you started like that following Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So and yeah. It's been like every Tuesday, if not multiple yeah. days. Well, as, as often as I get sick and injured, <laughs> I don't know if it's every Tuesday, but we, uh, we can have a whole episode on, on Ed's injuries. On, uh, and, yeah. Injuries and, and, and programming other... around athletes injuries. Adam is, <laughs> mm-hmm. Adam is great at this. He can, there's, there's so much content there. We'll have to get to that. Not so that. man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. I, uh, yeah, that's that's the Ed's origin story and how I yeah. how I came to uh, to rugged peaks. That's awesome. I think it's cool. Like right, everybody has their own kind of story that gets them there. You know, yours was scuba diving. Yes, scuba. Um, yeah. You know, mine was scheduling. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's what we're going for, right? Right. These... You know, everyone finds it it differently, and I mean, CrossFit was something that I was aware of. You know, even before I started doing it, it was like you know I'd watch it when it was on TV, and then like watching the videos on on YouTube, and you know, Rich Froning was just dominating at that point. Yeah, I mean, he was the. I mean, he's still the man. Like, <laughs> what am I kidding? Um, you know, just but. You know, just watching him, like, go and he'd just work out, like, three or four times a day. And I'm like, my God, I would be, like, a broken heap on the floor. <laughs> like, what is the secret sauce in this in this programming that these guys are doing? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it just, you know, when that, that opportunity came, it was just, oh, couldn't wait to, to dive in. And yeah. I think that's what really drove me to just, you know... You know, Madeira says, you know, go out there and die for points. I wasn't getting any points, but I was definitely dying uh, um, down in the basement. So that, you know, that kind of leads leads into what I was going to hit on next with you is, you know, CrossFit isn't something everyone willingly engages in. So what is kind of your motivation behind all of the, the wads, right? Like, especially in the basement, right, by yourself. You know, when you're, when you're in the gym, you have other people that kind of in coaches that kind of give you that accountability, right? You don't want them to ask you like, "Oh, where you been for four days?" Yeah, right. Oh, but when gosh. you're in your basement, you're just mm-hmm. no it's, one knows, right? It's, it's you and that barbell, right. and you're like, ah, you know. So what, what kind says, of got you it says ten sets? Yeah, it says ten reps. Maybe I'll just do five. No, um, but it. I mean, my dad struggled for years. He had both of his knees replaced, um, and you know, there's bad joints in my family and you would think, oh, well, if you have bad joints in your family, why are you, you know, adding weight? But, you know, it comes back to the methodology and, you know, as you age, you lose so much muscle mass and, you know, they're just, I I didn't see the, you know, not that my dad isn't active. He's one of these people that just cannot sit and, 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 
is constantly up and, and doing things, but, you know, I'm, maybe I'm gambling, you know, I'm taking a, a chance on it, saying, you know, maybe if I, if I stick with this, it'll prevent me from having all these same kind of problems and, you know, fingers crossed and I'm sure it will. Um, you know, it's, it's, it really is. It's something that just, I feel so much better after I do. I mean, you know, you have a, a really tough day at work and you run to the gym at lunchtime and, you know, put together a quick 20 minute Metcon shower and then get back to work before anyone knows you were gone. Um, you know, it really is. That's something that just, it's like an escape. Um, you know, it's great for bleeding off the stress, really, really brings in, brings joy, a lot of joy, um, you know, which there's, there's a lot of pain that comes with it, but, you know, I think that makes it all the sweeter when you, when you really have to work for something, it's mm -hmm. not something that's just handed to you, you know, yeah. not just getting an ice cream cone. It's, uh, <laughs> you're working for that. Yeah. Ice cream you're cone. working for that ice cream cone. You know, you, you push the, uh, the ice cream truck up the street and, mm -hmm. uh, you got that free ice cream cone at the end. That's what CrossFit is for me. Nice. I love that. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to like that. Yeah. That's why uh, is CrossFit for you? Well, I heard on this podcast that yeah, it's about it's something cream. about free ice cream. <laughs> I, think so I have to push the truck yeah. up the hill, but then I get the ice cream. So yeah. So where's the truck? Every affiliate owner in the United States is now pulling their hair off. What did this idiot just say? Um, you know, I want to just touch on one thing. Like you said about, you know, maybe it's a gamble, right? And maybe it is, right? But it would also kind of be a gamble not to. Right. And just take that chance of, uh, you know. You know I, I, I saw, you know, I saw exactly what, what he did, mm -hmm. you know, and that didn't work. Yeah. So I'm trying something different. Yeah. And, you know pass that on to my progeny and mm -hmm. you know maybe it's it's something but you know and you know to those basement crossfitters that are out there you know i have to say i was always skeptical about stepping into an affiliate because i really didn't think you know what the big difference was i you know i didn't want to take that time to travel i was happy just working out of my basement but you have no idea what the community really is like when you're working out in the basement on mm -hmm. your own and in crossfit they talk about it but to experience it is just something totally and completely different mm -hmm. i mean to have those people just sweating next to you and suffering and then you know helping you celebrate yeah <laughs> laughing about it and just you know you're celebrating all those moments together you know you do that first bar muscle up or you know the first rope climb and everyone's mm -hmm. coming over and you know just bumping you at the end of the day and it's just you know you all look like crap you all feel <laughs> like crap but there's that um there's that camaraderie and and sweating and working for it and working beside each other you know uh maybe not you know all of us are working towards that same goal you know we're there for our own fitness but you know, it, it very become much becomes sort of like a, a group thing, you know, mm -hmm. where they're invested in you, you're invested in them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's something that I'm kicking myself cause I, you know, I, I did, I, I, I spent way too much time hiding away on my own and, <laughs> um, you know, came out into the light and it, it was something that just really, it, it was life changing. Yeah. I think that, you know, it kind of goes back to what you said about the methodology, right? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, it, 
it's less of a gamble, right? Because there's a methodology behind it and the longevity is what it's about, right? Like, yes, there's the, the sport side of it and the elite CrossFitters and, you know, the people like, you know, that are at the highest level, but right. it is about, right, as long as you can do it, doing it, but also functioning in your life, right? Chasing your grandkids, your kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, being able to live on your own, right? Like, I mean, there'll be times where CrossFit will post a video on their Instagram and it's like somebody doing a deadlift and then some with a bar and then somebody picking up like a bag of dog food, yep. right? Or somebody doing a clean and then somebody picking up a basket and putting it on a shelf, right? Like mm-hmm. the, you know, people hear CrossFit and I think all they think is that high level oh my gosh, that's so heavy, I can't do that. Yeah, but no. when you when you get down to it, right, and look at what CrossFit actually puts out there and is actually about, that's what it is, right? Like right. It's that scalability, mm-hmm. you know, that right. it can be for everyone. So mm-hmm. For every it, reason. Yeah, you know, you don't, you know, if, if you have, if you already have knee problems, you have anything else, I mean, you don't have to even pick up that 45-pound barbell to do, you know, some of these movements. You can you know, pick up a PVC pipe, which is, you know, virtually weightless and, you know, just simulates it. Mm-hmm. It's something that, and, you know, everybody uses that. Yeah. Uh, all the way up to the elite athletes, you know, when they're warming up just mm-hmm. to work on their form. It, I mean, there's, it's, it's something that is universal, uh, that, that really can be molded into whatever you have going on in your life. Um, I mean, I've taken the level one and the level two coaching course, and I'm more sore after those weekends of using PVC for two straight days for right. eight hours yeah, than yeah. doing a week's worth of barbell work. I know. You, you don't see <laughs> like any isometrics at the CrossFit yeah. Games, but, you know. <laughs> it's no well, joke. Uh, I mean, you know, they had the sandbag holds this, this year at Semis, so I guess that, <laughs> that's not true. But still, yeah, I mean, it is. There's, there's a lot that can be done. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's just it's finding an affiliate, finding a coach there, and I mean, they will get you sorted out. Yep. So I guess we can, you know, kind of close out with why do you want to, you know, kind of go on this project with me? I know for me, right, like we're the owners, we're trying to get right. the, the affiliate and CrossFit as a whole out there more. But, you know, from your side, why why are you trying to... Uh, to be a part of this with me and suffer through my rambling. Yeah, uh, no, no. Uh, I mean, it's for me. I mean, it, it really is. It it was the the moments with the community being at the open, um, with everyone, and I'm sitting there, you know, trying to get that max thruster out, and I have five people around me that are changing my plates for me so that I don't even have to do it as I'm like, you know, gasping for air. It it it's in like those moments where you you feel that humanity and you feel that community come together and I mean, it's it's like I found like a genie in a bottle and I'm like going around telling people about this and they're looking at me like I'm crazy. Oh, you do CrossFit, you're crazy, <laughs> man. I mean, it's just it's way too much, but it's it's more than that. And I mean, I think being a parent and you know working and you know you have people that you work with, but you know you get so far away from friends and everything else um that you lose that whole sense of community and i think that's really what COVID did to us i mean it isolated us even more even more than we already had and so like walking into the affiliate finding that community it's something that i just want to spread to everyone 
and you know I'll talk everyone's ear off and everyone says oh how do you know that there's a crossfitter in the room uh, they'll tell you within three seconds <laughs> but you know I mean ma- listen to them I mean that's mm-hmm. that's really they're they're not telling you because they're boasting about themselves they're telling you because there there Changing is this life. thing out there that can that really it's transformational mm-hmm. um, and you know it's I, I haven't met anyone in the CrossFit space with an ego. Um, it, it is, it's just, it's something that I think, you know, spreading the word and really motivating people to get back into the gym, especially if, you know, during COVID they became that sort of basement CrossFitter, you know, get back out there, you know, go do the open, go try, um, you know, a few workouts, do an intro course, something, you know, mm-hmm. just to... Just put your foot in the door. It's more than most people are going to do, and it will pay you back far greater than than anything that you mm-hmm. ever put into it. You won't regret it. Yep. Yeah. For anyone that wants to, you know, give it a try or see what's around, go ahead. You can go to CrossFit.com, and they have a whole map of all the affiliates, you know, they have in the U.S., around the world. Um, so just go ahead on, click find where you're at, and, you know, you might be surprised what's what's closer than you thought Yep. Um, without knowing. No, I know. I mean, I, I pulled up the affiliate map, and, I mean, I was shocked to see just how many gyms there are just in the Pittsburgh mm-hmm. area. I mean, it's it's crazy. There's, yep. I mean, they're all there. Um, you know, their their coaches are second to none. The, the coaching courses that they put out are just phenomenal. Um, the resources in general yeah, are, I mean, are great. Right. For anyone, not just coaches. And, I mean, it's it's something that so many professional athletes are, are working in, you know, whether or not they call it CrossFit or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, most most of them are doing Metcons and, you know, various, uh, uh, you know, movements and, yep. and succession just because it, it does. There's, there's no questioning the methodology, I think, at this point. So, mm-hmm. so should we end with our our dad joke oh, yeah, of, the, yeah. of the week go ahead yeah so what do you call a lethargic hedgehog a lethargic hedgehog a slow poke oh okay yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> on that note oh yeah boy <laughs> thanks for listening folks remember if you have an affiliate coach an athlete an event or there's a topic you'd like us to feature on our show please message us through our website at ruggedpeaksperformance.com We'll put a link to that in the description below. If you want to change the way you experience life, check out a local CrossFit affiliate building community and fitness near you, and we look forward to having you with us next time.